Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by Sasha. How are we doing this evening? Pretty good. Good, good thing you still have power. Yes, still have power. <laughs> it seems to have passed over the storms. Hopefully we're good. I'm good. How are you? You you may hear the thunder on my end because it has passed down to Ohio. So uh, just as just as you came on, there was a large thunder strike near the house. So that was fun. Um, but otherwise, doing pretty good. Got got a lot of movies in that I've been wanting to watch, and we'll talk a little bit about those. And uh, we have our we'll get to it, but we're not doing our Monster Hunter thing this week like we promised the audience. Um, Ace had a birthday party, so he's not going to be with us tonight. So we're we're going to postpone that till next week for Monster Hunter week, and Sasha will be relaying Monster Hunters. Uh, monsters to uh, Ace and Morg here for them to guess which monster it is. So, speaking of which, welcome Morg. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty great. I just heard good news that I'm going to be able to move into my new place by September the 15th. So I ended up going to um, the Salvation Army store to pick up like a whole bunch of kitchen appliances. So, yeah, doing great. In the plus. That's awesome. No credit card debt. Yay. And I'm about to get out of my overdraft really, really soon. Yay! Oh, make some easy that's, money too. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm waiting on the house hunt um, due to the child support thing coming up. So oh. once that hearing happens this Wednesday, uh, I will know whether or not. Well, no, I will still be looking for a house. I will know what budget I have to work with. Is is more the case? Will it be better? Will it be worse? I don't know. But that's what's going to happen Wednesday. So my, my week is is uh, going to be at court. <laughs> oh, maybe you'll win the case and then you'll like, you know, drain that bitch dry. And you'll be able to afford a bungalow. Woo! And a Lambo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, mm. I I'm not looking to drain her. I'm looking for her to drain me less. That's that's more the case of what's going on. You should be draining her because you have to look after the kids on weekends, and that's the hardest time. You know, that's when the most money is spent. Fuck her ha- having to get paid child support. You should be paid <laughs> child support. She's hey, a working it's woman. My motto. Everybody knows we're all about equality, and that means everybody has to contribute. Yeah, I I agree. However, it's not that easy. Ohio I'm sorry, Sasha. Really doesn't I, like I'm the kind of guy who believes that, yes, even a woman should be gouged. Um, I know I'm terrible. I'm the kind of woman who would be paying alimony if anything happened in their marriage. So I understand. I get yeah, it. Don't worry. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also got a new car. Yeah. That was Yay! fun. That is exciting. Or... or in the uh, or adopted a new car slash cat in as per my typo, um, so when I was telling uh, these guys here, I actually said cat instead of car, and I posted the picture of the car, and they're like, "Oh, you adopted a new cat? That's an expensive cat!" Like, oh wait. <laughs> um, so hey, I get, had, to, uh, get had... to hear it purr, and when it purrs, oh, the world is just right. Oh no no. It is silent. It is. Really? There is no. Yeah, it is. It is a pretty silent car. Um, 
So I used to have, and for a long time, I've had it almost 10 years now, a um, Kia Optima. And I've had that for a long time. And Chauncey broke the trunk about a month ago. Um, he closed it on our branch, and now it won't close. And we figured oh. out it, the trunk light stays on. So my car has to be jumped every... That car has to be jumped every time we try to use it. So... Oh, that's awful. So, uh, it also it had some electrical problems with the turn signal. Replace the bulbs, replace the fuses. So it's like something on a wire. Um, so like we we've been talking about getting a new car, so we finally got one. Um, partially because Dad is out of state. Uh, he's going to be in Alabama uh, for work. So we have a client in Alabama. So he's like, all right, well, we're going to get you your new car so you have something reliable while we're gone. So I got a uh, Hyundai, is what I call it, but Hyundai um, Kona. And Ooh. it's like a crossover between a car and an SUV. So, but cool it's small. Beans. It's like, it's, I, it's shorter than my Optima. It's roomy enough on the inside, but it doesn't have as much trunk space, which is fine. But also... I have a car that has Bluetooth for the first time, so it's actually kind of, like, amazing. It's really nice. Here's where it sucks, though, because you experience uh-huh. the same kind of winters that I do. You go to start your yes. car to warm it up. Maybe you're in the house listening to something on your phone. Now it's connected to your car. Fair oh, enough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just, that, it's just that'll like, probably minor happen. first world inconveniences, but... Still, I keep doing I keep doing this thing where I'm accidentally trying. So it's also keyless ish, right? Like it's got one of those start buttons instead of like you put the key in the ignition. Uh, and you have like the little so, the little uh, kiosk or whatever it yep. is in your pocket and it's proximity triggered. Yep. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. So I have the key with me, but every time I turn off the car, I'm trying to take I'm reaching for the where the key is to take it out because, you know, this is how I've driven my whole life. And, like, I just, I'm like, oh, nope, forgot. I just got to hit the button. Just turn it off with the button. All right. So, a little bit of first world problems with the car, trying to adjust to the to the new stuff. But it's, it's, it's always, it's, it's nice to have a modern car for me. Because every time I've had a car, it's been, like, 10 years old when I got it. So, like, my first car had a cassette player, which... When you're driving in the 2000s, it's already way outdated. So, like, I didn't have any way to, like, I had to listen to the radio, which was fine in those days. But, like, I really wanted a CD player. Like, that was the big thing. So, I finally got a car that had a CD player. And that's been, like, my main way to listen to music in a car for a long time. Then I started getting music on my phone probably about 2010, which I know is a lot later than other people. But, um... So I eventually had this device that I hooked up to my car that would be a Bluetooth, and that worked okay. It would disconnect occasionally. So I got this car, and it's just like I hop in, and it just starts playing whatever was playing last, even if it was like yesterday. Like I didn't like I didn't use anything on it like yesterday. It even does my audiobooks, which I've been really glad to ha- glad to have. I'm on the uh, the last Dungeon Crawler Carl book right now, so I'm. Uh, been been doing a lot of listening. I was actually listening today while I went to go pick up pizza with the girls. 
Um, Dungeon Crawler Carl's not a girl appropriate, but they didn't <laughs> care. They were playing their switches. It is. It was. Uh, it's in an interesting spot in the story where they are trying to help a, a half naiad slash half high elf woman who refuses to wear clothes, uh, who was joined by the head of a lust goddess who used to be a sex doll. Interesting. She is just the head of a sex doll. Oh, that is dear just being carried Lord. around. It's it's a very. I'm glad that the girls have no idea what's going on in this story when they're talking about it. So they're uh, they're trying to attack an elven village with these lust with lust goddess head that keeps saying I will kill your mother and stuff. It's just it's just bonkers. The story is just bonkers. Um. So yeah. So tonight we are going to be talking about um, technologies in games, and I'm going to extend this to movies. The original idea was just games, but movies as well. Technologies that we would like to have in real life. Um, probably, I'm going to expecting probably a lot of quality of life stuff. I'm not really expecting us to really, you know, want like Halo's like orbital shield around us, like you know the drop shield they do. Like, I'm not expecting something like that, necessarily, but... No, just things that would make life a lot easier and, you know, like, maybe right. eliminate the cost of healthcare in the United States. Stuff, yeah, stuff like that. That's that's not where my stuff's gonna go, but yes, that, that, that would be great. And eliminate the long lines for healthcare in Morg's case, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you still have to pay insurance in Canada. Like, most of your health insurance is covered, except for, I think, dental and optical. So, I mean, like, you still have to pay for things like glasses and stuff like that, if you want insurance for that. But otherwise, most, most health care, especially for, like, emergency stuff, that is covered uh, by the government of Canada. And it, I think, by extension, Meanwhile. I think you can get, like, provincial... Um, healthcare. Uh, so like, uh, yeah. for example, you can get like Alberta Blue Cross or something like that. And then you can, you know, it, it I think you pay into it a little bit, but I mean, it's through tax. So technically in. you in, still you? pay it. It's just yeah, third party effort. So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, meanwhile, if you have an accident here, you could be in debt for life. So, yeah. Yeah, if I was yeah. to live in America, I'd probably just uh, uh, I would I would choose audio. death. I I think I think death is cheaper. Oh no! No! <laughs> Whoa! That was some delay. Oh my signal! Holy cow! Oh Jesus! Well. Okay, where was I? Oh yeah, yeah. I was saying that. Um, yeah, if I was to live in America, I, like I think I'm I would choose death. Right death is cheaper. Oh no, my robot voice now. <laughs> I swear I, to God. I don't have words. Am for I it. dead, mouse? It's... No. What is happening is your your video is in real time, but your audio is desynced. So <gasps> what, what we're seeing, it's better. It's looking like it's better now, but. For a bit okay. there, it looked like you were just in an anime that was being dubbed poorly. So you were just like, 
<gasps> Hi. <laughs> or or like one of those like old kung fu movies where they have like the the original yeah. like language and then it's like yes. dubbed over. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's great. Okay. This is going to be a good a stream. Connection, connection glitch. Um so yeah, so next week we'll be doing the Monster Hunter thing. Uh sorry if you guys were looking forward to that. I had a couple of friends who had started this game uh we we had started doing this game together and they're like i want to join and i want to like they they want to watch on stream while we do it next time they're very excited especially my friend max so so all right tonight the big event uh morg do you have any thoughts on technology that you would like to see coming from and i'm going to again extend it to other things movies oh okay yeah well okay so for movies i would like oh boy uh how would i even describe it i would like to see movies that function in the same way in the same way as like um what is it street theater like you know like how there are like those uh, performances that you can do like that you can actually like participate in as a character and then um like they'll actually have stage actors or you know interacting with you is my computer freaking out again the lag is not helping <laughs> he's in slow-mo now yeah. <laughs> no it isn't oh dear lord i'm sorry oh. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, I hate this. So, Discord is not being nice to Morgan. No, today. it's not. It is not. No, it's not. Oh, what was I trying to say? Okay, so street perform. So, I so, want interactive films. Is what I want. I want in- films where you are a character in the movie. Oh, okay. And the actors, or at least whatever you know, like that are in the film interact with you, and you get to make decisions in the film, and you get to impact. The outcomes of, like, you know, whatever decisions are made or whatever in those films. So so you want, like, a, you're good. Sh- the game I just played, the She Sees Red, but with, like, an Oculus? Pretty pretty much, yes. Okay. I want to I wanna be able to experience a film where I'm actually, like, directly involved in it, and I actually have, like, some, some sort of element of control in it. So, basically, a video Oculus. game... Basically, a movie that functions the same way as a video game. Okay, so basically, Metal Gear ne- Solid Four. Okay, sure. Um, have the you best seen, film I've uh, ever played? So I will say these are pretty low quality, but there is the Choose Your Own Adventure movies, especially on Netflix. Um, Bandersnatch, sort of like that. Bandersnatch is very entertaining. There's or one like, with a weasel, uh, like Thunder something. He's like a weasel that that drives like a monster truck or something. I did it with the girls uh, ages ago, and I can't remember. My child and I have done the Puss in Boots one. It's, okay, it's pretty cute. I will say. Uh, didn't Markiplier also? Um, uh oh, am I lagging again? I swear to God. You see yourself on the right again. I assume. Well, I mean, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Discord, Discord has has silenced Morg. 
he uh it's the american government they have uh, they have censored morgue from spreading his oh, yeah. healthcare ways they heard your propaganda they heard they shut the propaganda yeah the grass yep. is not greener anywhere else yeah say it morgue and then it'll go all green for you i think i think we already have the name of the episode <laughs> canadian propaganda <laughs> You back I more? swear to God. Okay. What was I going to say? I was going to say that, um, oh. yeah, Markiplier had a couple of videos, uh, or at least okay. video series, where you were able to choose, like, um, uh, the direction that you wanted to go, but it would still play out. Um, yes. Like, as if it was, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you could do something like that. That would actually okay. be really awesome right. for a film. So my my idea, because you know we're talking about the technology, so the technology behind that, I would think for you would probably be the holodeck deck from Star Trek. Yes, which is a very com- which is a very common answer. Which yes. you could very much do this with a holodeck. deck. It's like ultimate VR experience, as far as I understand. Mm-hmm. And there was that weird episode. I've seen it a couple times. I don't remember which one it's from, but there was basically some virus that turned the hollow deck into like a uh, a pornographic scene. I can't remember what it was. Some sort of mating ritual thing. I just I, I think like that's funny. That's next gen. Feels very yeah. next gen. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, they got a they got a virus in the hollow deck that that trapped you in some sort of mating ritual thing warp was involved and he hardly ever used the it's like the first time he he's like the old man using the internet the first time he gets on there he gets scammed by some pornographic thing and he's just like i don't know what happened (laughs) (laughs) oh boy well um would you agree or disagree morgue assuming you can answer holodeck for your uh, street performance movie I think maybe I'm going to restart discord I'm just I'll no be idea. right back no no idea okay so we'll just move okay okay he probably disconnected to reconnect um, so Sasha what is your first one well, I would say the most on-brand answer for me is the Pit Boy. However, I'd like it to okay. be like a little bit more stylish than what it looks like. Yeah, some sort of like 1950s. Yeah. Yeah. The Pit Boy. I think that the closest thing we have to it right now is like the Apple Watch, the Fitbit Sense. With monitoring sure. your vitals, you can monitor your heart rate like right down to checking for signs for atrial fibrillation fibrillation and and um if your limbs are usable yep yep (laughs) but i think the other cool stuff is it's kind of like you have all the functions of a phone but down into your wrist you get satellite radio Mm -hmm. you get a gps and you have a perfect shot every single time like take that bad boy to the fair Pick out whatever prize you want. 
uh, yeah, assuming that your what is the stat that increased the fat's accuracy? I mean, I think I, don't I think it it's agility, but agility increases your accuracy and luck. Okay. Yeah. So as long as you're agile, you'll you'll be able to hit every time. I don't like taking agility on a lot of characters. So I always sucked when I used the vats. I, I am a much better for first person shooter player than than playing the odds. That that was part of the reason why Fallout 3 really frustrated me <laughs> at the time. Yeah, cuz I I feel like Fallout 3 you cannot unless you did full melee, you cannot play that game without vats. You're no, at an extreme disadvantage. Now, I got a decent way into it. I mean, I was fighting death claws and stuff and not dying, but it was still tough. But, um, yeah, I, I can. It's been a while, though. Like, we're talking like 2011 when I played it or 2010 or something. So. Now, I did try New Vegas on PC recently, and I barely used VATS if I could. Ooh. <sighs> I just Morgan's restarted back. Discord, and now everything is harmonious and beautiful. I had to do it. That's that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, back to what we were back to yours, Morg, real quick. So, basically, are you you okay with saying the technology you would want essentially is the hollow decks so that you could experience those movies and have those choices? And... Yes, exactly that. Okay. If I get to be able to choose the consequences and like the outcomes of a of a film, that's amazing. That's just a wonderful thing to experience. Your own writer, director, and cast. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. That'd be awesome. You'd make a good Monster Hunter movie. Finally. Please, yes. Sorry, Paulus <laughs> Anderson. I I think it was okay. I don't. It was it was faithful to the monsters, and that's what I cared about. Except they named one wrong. Yeah, that was the only thing really that they did wrong. Also, repurposing Nursilla to be like completely nocturnal, even though we do fight it in the light of day. Um, eh, eh. shrouded Nursilla is nocturnal. That would have been great, actually, having Shrouded Nursilla in it. I think that maybe what they should have done was they should have had that um, being one of the things. Also, wait, I have a question. Shrouded Nursilla, mm -hmm. we find that in the desert. Mm -hmm. Are there Kezu native to the desert? No. Hmm. We don't... Uh, look, they knock it out of the park for ecology being cool. Don't try to make sense of it. Because if you try to make sense of it, it immediately falls apart. Yeah, that's it's just, true. It's just, it, I just call it cool, flashy ecology. Because the moment you drill down into into anything that would make sense. You know how many hyper predators there are in that universe and how many herbivores there are? It's like a 10 to 1 ratio of predators to herbivores. Yeah, it it's would insane. be like Cretaceous <laughs> Egypt is what it would be like with Kakarodontosaurids, uh, freaking Spinosaurus, uh, like, I don't know yeah, how many crocodiles just... they have. Yeah, they're just all eating each other. There's there's no herbivores they're eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's literally just like a food web of just predators just eating each other constantly. 
And Rise is even worse. They took out the most iconic herbivore. They took out the cows. Yeah. They, Aptonoth is not in that game. I'm like, what the heck? That's that's the biggest sin for that game for me, honestly. I think that's the only thing wrong with that game for me. Everything else is uh, perfect. I still want more monsters. I still do. It, it, may, it, it may be just me being me. But, um, so what you missed, Morg, is Sasha... Her first technology is the Pip Boy. Oh, now that's something cool. For films? No, just my most obvious choice video game technology. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gonna come from a Fallout game, probably. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, not not to experience films. We're We're saying what technologies from films and games would you want in your life? And she's saying the Pip Boy, which we're kind of close with cell phones, like you were saying. Cell phones are pretty close to the Pip Boy; they're just not attached to your wrist, and don't give you accurate vitals. Not yet. Yeah, that is kind of true. Not yet. I that would be interesting though for your for your phone to go off like your legs are crippled. Oh, thank you, phone. <laughs> would you like me to call like an ambulance? A, like as if yeah. we didn't already know, right? Yeah. Well, you could be, like, in shock, right? Because you got in a car wreck or something, and you're like, I don't know what's going on, and your your pit boy is like, hey, you're paralyzed from the waist down. Well, imagine how cool (laughs) that that technology actually would be if everybody had something like that, that it just, your phone or whatever, your pit boy contacts emergency services and already sends over your state, so you're, you're... Emergency services are going to come fully equipped with what they need. They're not going to go in blind. That's true. Changes the quality of services I, tremendously. That is a good point because it could also do it for you automatically, especially if you're unconscious or something. Yeah, mm, that is true. So it could Your head send is back. Crippled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually a really good idea. I didn't think about that until just now. But yeah, for just safety and social concerns, like that kind of stuff. Like, it, And then like, although that would be terrible. Like, imagine if you had like a mass casualty event, like a oh natural disaster gosh. or something. Could you imagine the, re- the, the response center getting all of those like notifications? Like they would go nuts. But with GPS tracking on it. You, if it were talking about natural disasters, we're ta- like way easier recovery. Yeah, true. true because then yeah. you'd be able to tell who's alive and where. Yep. Yep. That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it it is a bit of a I don't know. What could you say? It could be an invasion of privacy thing, though. Yeah. Because. Um. You'd have the only way to get around that is you'd have to make it optional. Like you'd have to have people just willing to sign over the right of notifying emergency services in the time of an emergency. Like I guess you'd have to do that. Like why, this is getting technical. Holy cow! Um, or you could like, just have, have, have it like, so. Yeah, yeah, you could have right. it so that it's an alert, and then it doesn't necessarily give away their, you know, their location all the time. But they just press like a little button or something like that, or like it just goes off if the person's unconscious or something like that. Right, only in emergency situations would it notify the authorities or such. But you know, 
you know they're going to backdoor that crap and track people. I mean, I mean, they did it to the X. They're already doing that kind of stuff, aren't they? Yeah, yes, that's I mean, kind of already a thing. We, we all have our NSA it, agents. We do. That's why I called it the Xbox 180. Because everyone turned around when they saw that NASA deal the day before they revealed the Xbox One. Not NASA deal. Uh, <sighs> you just said the agency. NSA. Yeah, the NSA talked about Microsoft being one of their biggest partners. And then. That's why we all got connects with our Xbox One. Right. The Xbox One with Connect always online literally announced the next day after that information came out, and people were like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't want people to know what I'm doing in my living room, apparently. Or bedroom, or wherever your Xbox is. So, uh, oh wow. I think my audio is up really high. All right, anyways. I'll figure it out later. Um, so Pip-Boy, that's a really cool one. I didn't name it that. Because, like, it it is it is certainly on brand. And I wouldn't have thought of it. Because I'm not a Fallout fan at all. But the emergency service part of that does seem really good. Like, that alone. Because we already have all the other functionality with cell phones. But, yeah. That'd be really, really cool. So, so my first one, it's going to take some some context because the premise in the game, things go to shit because of this. However, we talk about uh, there's several thing like like properties and fantasies that have teleportation, right? Teleportation is in Star Trek a very um what how do you say it crazy way of doing it because they deatomize you and then reatomize you somewhere else essentially in a lot of people's ways describing of killing you essentially and then re making you in another location um i'm not a fan of that kind of teleportation that feels very off-putting to me I don't think I want that to happen. Although that would be very cool for like, I don't know, removing like a cancerous tumor or something for medical purposes, stuff like that, where you can just like deatomize the problem. But I'm going to go with teleportation, but I'm going to go specifically with Doom's method of teleportation. There is a pad that, it, that can either be one way or two way. That is, you step on it, you appear somewhere else exactly where it was programmed to, to appear. So I'll piggyback and... on that with my Morrowind mark and recall. It's basically mm -hmm. the same thing. You set your mark and you set your recall, or you can use your recall spell anywhere. I like that. Okay. That's actually yeah, really this... good. This one is, uh, is like two physical pads that you destination and origin just boop boop and you actually travel you are not you were not deatomized um the only problem is that canonically you are traveling through hell to to do it now 
So you already died yeah. to get there, but you got a problem with deatomizing because it kills you. You're no, no, no. You aren't dying. You are traveling. So you are you are traveling through hell and back up to existence, which is what causes a lot of problems of the game. Especially Doom Three really hangs on this one because it's like we've discovered teleportation. Oh shit! A bunch of demons came through it. Who would have known? <laughs> like. Like that kind of oh, thing. Oh, that sounds so, so much like Half Life as well, where they're like, "Oh, we've discovered a new technology." Oh wait, no, there are these all these interdimensional beings from all these other places in the galaxy that are coming through this wormhole. Oh no, we're all dying! Ah! Oh yeah, that's Event so, Horizon too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, I want this technology, obviously without the demon invasion. Right, like without I don't, all the spice. I don't want that w without all that part of it. Now, will I bemoan the opportunity to blast an imp with a shotgun? Probably not. But <laughs> oh, do you want like not the uh, life, the grapple hooking shotgun too? That could be cool. Yeah, they call it the meat hook. Yeah, you shoot it into something and it pulls you to it. Yeah. Um, as much as I love Doom, uh. I do not want to be in a scenario in which I am the Doom Slayer because I will be one of those pathetic humans who dies. I am not the Doom Slayer. I am not that fit. I am not that combat-minded. Like, me in real life would not survive the demonic invasion, most likely. However, I do like the idea of not, like, let's say, oh man, I really want to go visit my family in Chicago. Too bad that's eight hours away. Instead of being like, Hey, let's go visit my family in Chicago for two hours because I can teleport there, say hi, hang out, have a good time, and teleport home. Like, the idea of teleportation has been so ingrained in my desire since I started driving, like, three hours a day in high school. Like, <laughs> like as much as I have driven for college, for work... Like, it would just be awesome. It would be awesome if we had, like, a teleporter in our shed out back for work that was like, hey, got to go down to Alabama. Instead of making it a whole week trip, we're going to go there, work on their stuff for, like, four, six hours, come back home like a normal work day. Oh, forgot something. Can teleport back. The only problem is you got to have safety protocols because telefragging is a thing. So, standing on the teleportation pad when someone teleports in will kill you. <laughs> so, you'd have to have some safety protocols. Like a cell phone. Right. That's why... Like a pip. That's why I had mark and recall, though. Is So, I would set my mark at my house. And then I would probably yeah. just use public transit. Ubers, take myself places, and then recall home. Anywhere you go, recall home. Go to the grocery store, get a big cart full of stuff, recall home. Nah, fair enough. I don't I don't disagree. The only problem is you still have the travel there time. In in mine. Yeah. In mine, you have none of either. There's just you're there and you come back. You just gotta walk to the teleport. Although, I would say, if this technology existed, it would be crazy expensive. And none of us would be able to get it. Like, 
Or it would I it would cost not. more than it does to fly somewhere or take a train. Right. Be so exclusive. Right. Not only that, whatever energy it would take to power that thing too, right? Like just you'd have to have your own substation for your house. It would be very VIP plus. We'll just say that much. Yeah. Well, yeah. your government would just give it to you guys for free. And uh, I don't think they would. <laughs> you have not seen Alberta road construction. It is trash. Bro, we have some I of live the in Michigan. You're, you're not going to tell me anything about bad construction. My whole state's been under construction forever. Come to Calgary. I, mean, I refer to it as the scab of Alberta because it's literally just building itself up and then it's picked apart and builds itself back up again and gets picked apart again. It, it looks like shit half the time. I, uh, so, uh, so I live on the Ross County Pike County border almost. And the, the town that I live near Waverly is in Pike County and Chillicothe is in Ross County. And Ross County has its crap together for the most part for road construction. There are some, there is a road that is permanently closed because no one has the time or budget to fix that road. It, it had a mudslide. They can't fix it. They are not fixing it. Like it, it's, it's done. That road is closed forever. Pike County does not have its stuff together. There is, so the road that I live on, which does go straight into Waverly, but it takes about 20 minutes. There are, there is a permanently closed bridge. Um, there is a part where the road has fallen off. Like it's just gone. Um, so they have a bunch of orange cones and it has a one way, like a, like a one lane road sign before it. It says to slow down. Um, because you have to drive on the, uh, uh, I would say, you know, if you're heading towards Waverly, the left side of the road. Uh, so you have to go into oncoming traffic to get around this thing because the road fell off and they have fixed it like seven or eight times. And they're like, we're done. We don't have the money to do this again. So it's just a bunch of cones. And there are other places where this has happened as well. There is this is not a one instance thing on this road. It has happened. There are three separate spots where the road has fallen off um, down the hill. So road construction here is terrible in some places. Other places, it's fine. See, but like, other places depending- are pretty nice because it's when you take the take the freeway south from Michigan into Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's like smooth as soon as you hit the ohio border terrible rocky yes, ohio, roads all through michigan and then smooth right ohio freeways and highways pretty on point you get into country ro- country roads depending on um depending on the county i will say it depends on the county pike county is a very poor county and that's why they can't take care of the road that much like there's signs all over that it's like rough road, five miles per hour. Now, I don't do that because I know it's a rough road and I know what to dodge and where. But, yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty bad here at times. You know what? So. That actually would be awesome. You know what? Uh, levitating vehicles. 
vehicles that don't need wheels. That'd be awesome. Thank Cyber, you. Cyberpunk. Very cyberpunk, cyberpunk very Mass Effect, yeah. uh, very freelancer. Just pretty much yes. just any any kind of a vehicle that could just fly, please. No like contact. Like uses anti-gravity you, fields or some shit like that. You could you could easily do magnetics. Now, I wonder, what do you do about deer? Because like, that's a much bigger tragedy. Because you get knocked off the road, you're done. Or mm. does it just demolish? Is it so powerful that it just demolish the animal? Oh, I mean, in you know Mass it, Effect, they fly so high above where there anything on the land would be that I haven't I haven't played it yet. It's still on my stack. It's to very play the PS5. George Jetson. Okay, I thought it's something even better. Okay, so if if you are flying that low that you're going to hit a deer, what the vehicle should come with is is a receptacle that opens up and it collects the deer, and then it euthanizes it. And then it prepares it as venison. This is my hovercraft, and it comes equipped with animal control. Yes, it makes deer burgers. That's a perfect idea. It comes with its own kitchen setup. You know, it just collects the animal, sucks it in, euthanizes it, and then it prepares the meat, and you know, then you've got a meal on the go, you know? It's fast okay. food. Literally fast food. I don't think it would, venison it, is good fast, is it? Like, doesn't it take some time? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, if you've got the sausage casings for it, you just, you know, pump that sucker right in, and then you just smoke it, and then you eat it. Okay. Yum. Okay. Hold on. Hold I mean, on. you could season There's them. Like, huge... it could, like, come with, like, you know, like, spices or whatever. You push a few buttons, you know, it's like, ooh, you know what? I'm in the mood for a little bit of hickory, you know, boop. And then, or it's like, ooh, you know what? Maybe some uh, habanero honey, ooh, boom. And then, or, oh, you know, I'm just going to go for, you know, classical Texas salt and pepper, boop, or whatever. And then, or you could, like, make, ooh, I'm going to go for Lauren sausage today, boop, instead of, you know, standard. Or maybe we're just going to go for Look. deer burgers, boop. Oh, wait, no, you know what? Maybe we'll go for, like, a nice steak boop you know oh or hey how about deer ribs we've never had deer ribs before i bet you i bet you our ride could make that for us boop and then it's just instant so, food okay um it's a great idea i'm glad you came up with it sasha oh yeah it was my, me. definitely me my uh my concern <laughs> is it is it aware of what it's trying to catch because because you suddenly don't like deer human, burger human burgers Deer burger turns into human burger in the wrong situation. Well, the thing is, it would probably have to come up with some sort of an automated system where it's able to like check, like you know, like the the anatomy of the animal that it is captured. And so, if it act, you know, I mean, there might be some terrorist groups that might hack your system, and they might accidentally scoop up a person, you know, and uh, uh, it would be an assassination just, attempt. But it's left as like an accident, you know, air quotes accident. You know, you like, just have who to knows? Maybe it's a terrorist you know? organization. It's all about cannibalism. You never know. Like, it comes equipped Here, to thought... handle deer, but you add mods on for, like, a dog or a human. Yep, yep. It, I mean, like... Okay, all right. I mean, I can't See, imagine, I you, you know, you know a like bunch of, a like... A train um... cow... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what was I thinking? Um... Yeah, one of those yeah, uh, method uh, actors, you know, dressed in a deer suit, you know, just all of a sudden, oh no! Mm, this burger tastes awful funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a method actor in a deer suit in the middle of the road. Sweet Great. cosplay. 
Um, yeah, who knows? Like, you know, that might be the one incident where that could happen. But, I mean, like, outside of that, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the technology, if they could come up with a hover vehicle or just a vehicle that can fly all together, I think they would be able to indicate the difference between, you know, humanoids and, like, deer. you know, quadrupedal animals. Um, I hope. So See, what would you call silly it? Is me. it your, like, like your general murder machine or what are you going to call your hovercraft? Uh, oh, you know what that, the burgerizer. Oh yeah. Ooh. Hover, yeah. Oh, you know, all oh, the tenderizer. Yes. Mm, or, uh, McDonald's on wheels. Make it ease to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Food to go. There you go. <gasps> yes. Or the modern Uber. Okay. All right. Uber Eats. Or street food. Uber Eats. Street food. I like street food. Street food <laughs> actually street has a nice a ring to it. One. That's it. <laughs> See, the Dining so, Dash. Oh my god, that is a great dash. name for it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, silly me thinking he was just going to put a cow catcher on it so it just safely think, throw things out of the way. That's what it could but, be called. No. It could be a literal cow catcher because it catches the fortuan you're genius i'm just saying that's the, name the modern of the cow thing catcher on the right front there. of a train this that's just what they call them so it, so when the train hits the cow the cow just comes off the track and doesn't derail the train <laughs> i think that's more of like a cow splatterer but like yeah i mean like i think my, it's called I think a cow catcher would definitely be called the cow catcher because it goes in all right yeah Maybe the cow receiver. There you yes. go. But who's cow pitching? Because it Yeah, whatever. The cow. The cow is pitching itself <laughs> at the car. Oh, is that gonna be another modern convenient suicidal cows? <laughs> <laughs> no! So that no one feels guilty for killing the cows for food, we're just gonna make them just walk into the grinders themselves. Oh my god! Oh no, my I don't. I don't want cows with like with mental illness. You know, like self esteem issues. It's just like, oh my god! It's just a cow with a midlife crisis just goes out. And he's like, I'm done with life. Come take me away. Burger. Oh, hang low, Burger sweet chariot. Come forth to carry me home. Oh my god. That takes it literally. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, oh, that's terrible. Okay. <laughs> oh. All right. What if what if we created You you can't even say it now? <laughs> yep, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down a dark hole. <laughs> Suicidal cows. Nope. People nope. burgers. This is a this is an interesting episode today. I'm gonna, oh boy. I'm gonna leave that idea on the back burner and never come back to it. Oh uh, <laughs> pun intended. Oh dear oh, Lord. <laughs> Alright, so Sasha, did you have another one? <laughs> um yeah, yes, yes I do. <laughs> um so I have another one from Fallout. But I have a little backstory okay. for it, why I think it's a cool piece of technology. So in Fallout 4, 
you have a companion, a potential companion. Her name is Kate. And Kate is a chem addict. So in the world of Fallout, this is kind of like the equivalent of somebody who's addicted to, like, heroin. So it's a lifelong addiction, mm-hmm. kind of no matter what. Some people do can move on. Some people really can't. She is one of those people that really can't move on. And she tells you about Vault 95, and she thinks Vault 95 has the cure to her addiction. So you mm. take Kate to Vault to Vault 95, and it is a vault that is currently overrun by gunners. But before it was overrun by gunners, you know that in the Fallout universe, all the vaults have sneaky, horrible... Um, science experiments that were done on them and in this case this vault was a place where they did a psychological experiment on addicts so the people who got into the vault were all people who had been addicted to chems in some way shape or form and they told them that they were in a detox program and there were a couple of people who were pretending to be vault tech employees inside the vault that in the five year after the vault was closed, they would start the experiment. So the experiment was, after five years, they opened up a massive payload of chems and said, free for all, you guys can have drugs now. They're here. And it, pretty much the entire vault turned into dog-eat-dog world, people killing each other to get what was left until there were no drugs left at all, um, and everybody died. Fast forward to gunners are there. So you clear out the vault with Kate, and you get to the detox room in Vault 95, which has a detox machine. And Kate gets down into the machine. You, I don't know, wait a couple hours, and then she comes out completely clean. No evidence of ever having used chems in her life and no addiction left over. Hmm. So the detox machine is what I think would be a really cool quick fix for essentially drug addiction is something that's done chemically to their bodies. And the detox machine would fix that if something like that existed. I I mean, obviously it would be super expensive in the United States, but... It would be nice technology. What is the um, there's a there's some sort of thing that they that some emergency people and police have that actually counteracts the effects of some drugs. I can't remember what's it called. Um, I know what you're talking about. It's the life saving one that'll uh, reverse an overdose. Yeah, it starts with an N. I don't remember it, but. So a better version of that, because I heard a lot of people really hate that who are addicts because it just kills their desire to do it as well for a certain amount of time. Naloxone? Because maybe that's what it I'm, I might be okay. saying it wrong, but yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's kind of like that, but essentially forever. Now, we also know that drug addiction doesn't happen spontaneously, so it wouldn't fix nope. underlying trauma. But it would make it a lot easier to get help if you didn't also have a chemical imbalance making your body itch for something. That would be nice, yeah. Okay. Oh, if there was technology that was able to make it so that uh, you were able to produce natural endorphins and dopamine and stuff like that, now that would be pretty cool. 
just like reboot the brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah! Something that was able to make it so that you could actually write specific neuron pads into your brain, so then that way you could actually, like, think more efficiently, and so then that way you wouldn't become addicted to certain um, uh, chemicals and, like, narcotics or hallucinogens or whatever. You could just... Regulate the reward system in the brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like that. Yeah, that would be actually really nice. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I know that my reward system screwed up, and I haven't been on any drugs or anything either, so that would be pretty revolutionary even outside of that. Most people's are, I would assume. Oh, yeah, I think it It all just depends on your learning history. Even Even stuff like caffeine does that to you. Yeah. Like... I can testify so, to that. Yeah. That's that's more where I was coming from. Was I think that caffeine had really... Now, I am completely caffeine-free for the past three months, but... But wow, did you have so, some serious headaches, didn't you, when you first got rid of it? Well, you know, yes, I did. Um, but also, uh, my headaches were other issues as well um one of which being ex-wife another which being the family death and then some other things going on at the house so like yeah there was a lot of stuff going on at once so i didn't really attribute it to the uh lack of caffeine but it could very well could have been um it was also because of the whole teeth thing i went through where i had to you know i had my tooth shattered and stuff so like I was just in pain because it's still actually it. When I brush my teeth, it's still the shattered tooth is still back there, and I can still feel it. It still hurts when I brush it. So that is teeth uh, stuff are the worst. Yeah. Oh. I go back in October. Ha- Halloween, October thirty first is my return visit. Okay, there is an awesome technology that I'd like to think of, and it is like, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, it's like a type of gene therapy that is a lo- little bit more futuristic, more sci-fi than what is conventional, like what we have right now. So, like, they could like uh, do stuff where they like insert like specific gene traits from other animals into you, so in that way, like you could like uh, get like better reflexes, or you could get like. Uh, teeth that grow back, you know, like, yeah, you could regenerate teeth and then you could like grow new ones and pull old ones out, whatever, if they're like bad Ah. or whatever, that'd be cool. (laughs) Or the ability to camouflage. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Or be able to spin webs and then, you know, climb walls. Yeah. I was thinking Jurassic Park. I think he's going for like Jurassic Park levels of genetics, like Ooh, to himself. Yeah, put me in a lab, give me superpowers. Yes, mix me with the DNA oh of a boy. cuttlefish. Okay, so so my next one is a lot more tame than oh. that, <laughs> and it's uh, I there's not really a good explanation for why you would want it other than it would be neat to have in my brain um but essentially a real pokedex ooh so like 
just keep track of all the animals you've encountered in real life and be able to point it at something and just be like, instead of having to Google, what the hell is this bug being like, it's this and this is the thing and da, da 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 and you can identify things that you may not know and or just keep track of everything you've met like like oh yeah i've met an elephant pull out your pokedex like it was you know this tall and so da, you da, want, da, like, like you want like google images with like a little token book like yep saw this one saw this one a digital yeah. encyclopedia it, it, that's able to scan things and then it gives you all like, the detailed information about whatever it is that you scan in. That's so cool. Well, I like that. Yeah, It'd be kind of like it, the gun from uh, from Subnautica, the one that you use to scan things and then you get like all the information that you need to from them. That'd be so cool. Yeah, so like the idea of like the real life Pokedex to me would almost be like if you're like a bird watcher. You know, because bird watchers keep track of whatever birds they've spotted and where and how to find them and that kind of stuff. Like just doing that with like real life and even to, to even to like your pets. Right. You could be like, oh, man, I really miss Merlin. So let's go look back at Merlin. Like, let's, you know, look at, you know, some dog you used to have or cat or that kind of thing and have like a little picture of them. See, I'm picturing this as just like an add on to Google. Because what I think would be cool is if it was merged with Google Earth and it mm-hmm. geostamped where you were. So, like, yeah. you took I mean, your the, picture. The Pokedex yeah, does so that. just did it all for you. Yeah, that would be so cool. Just, like, pull up your Google images and look with your camera right at the item. It Take a picture of it. and It even stores that picture for you. Mm-hmm. Stamps where you were. Ooh, imagine, yeah. like, your own 23andMe kit that you could like use to like, you know, be able to like, you even like check your heritage and stuff like that, or like where your descendants came from and stuff like that. If you were able to just scan yourself, just boop. And then you just had all the information. You're describing the med tool in Star Trek. Oh my Mm. God. Star Trek just has all the answers, doesn't it? Well, I mean, it It, does. Yeah. I mean, it has, it has the food fabricator, which is a good one. (gasps) Or, Um, Oh, you guys remember Back to the Future 2 where they have like the mini pizza and they put it in the microwave and then it just instant zap and then it becomes a big pizza? Yeah. Yes. Miniaturized okay. foods. <sighs> so then you could get like, you know, like infinite storage and stuff like that and then you could like keep it so, in your house and then you could have like a full meal with like one little packet or something like that. That'd be cool. So, um, D&D game last night, I had a fun idea so i'm playing a wizard like i was saying and there's this giant obelisk right and it is emitting necrotic energy and it's being guarded and we got into the room we don't know what it's for but we know that someone's hiding it and protecting it right i had the great idea to cast shrink item on the obelisk picked it up and put it in my bag of holding so oh I stole this giant God. necrotic obelisk by shrinking it. And because of the nature of the spell, it, its duration is one hour. However, if it's in a container that is smaller than it can be, that it can grow to the full size, it will not grow until it leaves the container. So if I just keep it in my bag of holding, I have it forever. I so just... I have this necrotic obelisk 
however, it did cause me to get really sick in the game. So I am like fighting off this necrotic sickness because of what I did. But I did manage to steal this like stone obelisk that was nowhere near anyone could move physically because I shrunk it to the size of like a coin. I don't think you realize the power that you have in that game. You literally can just weaponize your bag of holding. Yeah. By like going to like a like an enemy encampment, just like open the bag, drop off the obelisk, get the hell out of there. It doesn't hurt you until you touch it. It would, um, it would be like oh, oh, okay. So it doesn't like emit like like a, a like a like a radius. You can of, see like, the energy, damage. but it. Touching it is what what did it. No, but that's uh, nice. That's a nice okay. way to create a distraction. Check mm-hmm, out what's over true. here. This giant necrotic stone obelisk while we're over here doing this yeah. other thing. Yeah, if it was like it was emana- funny. if it was emanating that I, energy, like necrotic energy, like in like a certain radius or whatever, it would be kind of like a magical fumigation device. So I, I am playing what I call the utility wizard, which my DM did not expect. I, you know, most wizards are like fireball, ice beam, all the sorts of like offensive spells. And I am the utility wizard that has all the weird spells that just do things. So like he had this point where he was like, this character would lock the door and he's like, ha, you can't get in here. And I was like, I cast knock. He's like, what's that? And I was like, it unlocks a door. He's like, Oh, I think it also works on magically uh, locked doors as well. It does. Yeah. Oh my god. And and it'll trip traps for you as well. So he was like, "So you need the key." I cast knock. Oh, okay. Stuff like that I've been doing to him. Uh another one was shrinking this item. He was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, I have shrink item." He's like, and I was like, it's actually my wizard specialty. It's a transmutation spell. So I actually am really good at this oh stuff. My God. And uh, another one was to originally get in the room because it was guarded by someone. Um, this big burly orc with an axe or something. I was like, all right, so I'm going to cast pest form. He's like, what's that? I was like, I turned myself into a cockroach. And you said this place was infested with cockroaches, right? He's like, yeah. I'm just going to turn into a cockroach and walk past him and under the door and see what's in there. So I have been doing all sorts of stuff like that to him, this to the DM, this campaign. Whereas like in battle, I'm not doing the greatest. I mean, I have offensive spells, but they're not all the time. Although I did have one. Uh, I, I don't remember the name of the spell, but it, but it ages you by 50 years. So I just touch someone and they just turn old and feeble. So I was just like, yeah, that's 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 what I do. A transmute uh, transmutationist. Oh, and his name is per- You've been a Professor DM for Freeze. way too long. You know all the ins and outs that exploit like another person's game. So like you are dangerous as a player now. <laughs> wild card the whole time. I like making fun characters, okay? When I made Nil, the 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 mirror image of Link from Legend of Zelda, that was the funnest character I ever made. Instead of making him the silent, charismatic protagonist, I made him the very loud and very um, stupid 
loud protagonist who was a ranger. He may or may not have skydived off of a cliff and broke his neck once, but didn't die. He was healed. Um, he also had uh, hit on several barmaidens and had one as a girlfriend, and the DM was not happy about that. Um, so yeah, the next one, I'm probably going to do a Samus character. Probably. Ooh, that'll be interesting. Would it be like an artificer, or like do you do you actually have like classes for I don't being able to like shoot projectiles like that? Oh wait, no. There's a gun. Probably be there's a, a gunslinger. Okay, there's a yeah. gunslinger. There's a warlock. There's a several things you could do. Um, and another one I'm playing right now is I made the diggy hole dwarf. You like the the I am a dwarf and I'm digging a hole song. I, made I remember a that. Yeah. Dwarf mm-hmm. that, that his strategy is to dig holes. And there was this giant bramble around this tree that we were supposed to get to like this giant corrupted bramble. And he's like, well, it's going to be really hard to bust through. So what do you guys, you know, you want to explore the perimeter? And he's like, does it go underground? He's like, it doesn't seem to go underground. I was like, cool. Can I dig a hole? And he was like, oh, no. And I turned on the song, I am a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. Good so, stuff. and I was like, I was born to make this character. <laughs> uh, I've been having a lot of fun with D&D stuff. Um, so, okay. So we left off with um, Pokedex. Um so po- Pokedex, uh, I think, would just be really cool to have in general. I don't think it really improves anything per se. It's just a good way to keep like keep stats on just animals you've seen in the real world and stuff. And I think that would be really cool. Um, not really a fan of the Pokeball thing because you are just sort of capturing, shrinking them and capturing them. So it's not really nice. But the Pokedex part I like. So there you go. So, uh, so, so more, you talked a little bit about another one. Um, is there another technology oh, you would like to see? Okay. Uh, let me see. We talked about back to the future twos, like, uh, mini meals turning into big meals when you put them in the microwave. Uh, yeah. let me see. We talked about, uh, Hover vehicles. The hoverboard is a cool idea, actually. I would like to see an actual hoverboard with real hover technology rather than these stupid, like, you know, roll around. Oh, look at me. I'm on a hoverboard. No, no, you're still touching the ground, buddy. Uh, let me see. Ooh! <laughs> there was an episode of Arthur, if anybody remembers, remembers it, with the moon boots. Anybody remember moon, moon boots? boots? No uh, idea oh, oh my god! Are. It was a great idea for an adventure. So, like, uh, for for an adventure. So it's like they're boots that you put on, and they allow you to spring up to impossible heights. So you could like spring up thirty feet into the air just by bouncing. I could see that being a problem though, because if you do that wrong and you trip while you're doing that, that could be some serious damage. A moon suit. Let's take it to the next level. Let's make it so that you you're like fully rubberized, so in that way there's no possible way for you to suffer any injuries. So you can literally just bounce around all over the place. How do you stop? <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
Maybe you I don't want to stop. Um, <laughs> you know what? We're so, going to work out the details on that one. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll come back Sasha. to that idea later. He he said moon boots, so like springy boots. He gets to jump like 30 feet up in the air and keep bouncing like a kangaroo. I was like, okay, okay. So what happens if you trip oh. and you don't land on the boots? And he was oh. like, oh, it's a whole suit. So Ooh. you don't get hurt. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Now, how do you stop? Um. Okay. 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 We're we're okay. We're gonna take this back to back to the drawing board. Okay. So the idea okay. is is you have these moon boots. What they do is they create an anti gravitational. Well, not a full on anti gravitational field, but what they do is they minimize the effects of gravity on you. So what happens is you can go up to high heights and then you slowly come back down at the same rate as if you were falling on the moon. So what you actually want are the boots of Spring Hill Jack from Oblivion. Yeah, which is increases I do. your acrobatics, and so that when you do come down, it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't you, hurt. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm stealing an idea from Oblivion. Yes, I would love boots that make it so that I can jump as high as I want, and I come back down really slowly. With slow fall. Okay. Yeah. Yes, slow fall. Now that would be awesome. Oh. Okay. God. We could we could revolutionize basketball. People could have hoops up to skyscrapers. I, I, now that would be a fun I, game to watch. That would be such a different game. Oh man, that it would, would be, be such a different. Like we could call it Skyball. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so the Spring Hill Jack boots. Yeah, the boots of Spring Hill Jack. You need to steal them for a Thieves Guild mission near the end. Yeah, like the last, yeah, it's the gray, yeah, it's for the yeah. gray fox, yeah. Yep. Okay. Because you have to go down to break in somewhere. You have to go down through the roof, down the chimney chute. But it's such a high fall that it would kill a normal person. Okay. All right. All right. So, Sasha, did you have another one? I like this. Yeah. I like the idea now that we fleshed it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Mass Effect relays from Mass Effect. I think that if we had that kind of technology, it would probably open up what essentially is the beginning of Mass Effect, of the first contact with other species, being able to find Mm -hmm. other planets that are livable, being able to colonize in other places. We wouldn't have resource constraint in the same way that we do, although I'm sure that it would be what it's like right now do you work for elon or do you work for amazon mm. yeah i think it would end up being like that i think oh oh okay yeah i've thought i thought of the next one good government the what best game is, what game is that in what game is that I don't know but it is the best piece of fiction that we have yet to come up with being a reality Good government. I don't know of a. Uh. Uh. Games. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. You, I, I guess you could say like, uh, if you play like City Skylines, you consider yourself the government. <gasps> Sim like, City. There we go. There you go. Good government, right there. That's only if you're good at the or game, even though. Civ- <gasps> Or Sid, or or yes. uh, or uh, what is it? Sid Meier's Civilization. 
There you go. Yeah. Sure. Again, only if you're good, though. Sure. Only if you're actually yeah, good Yeah, only if game. you're good. Yeah. yeah, if you're good at the game, then yeah, you got good government right there. Or you could just be one of those warfaring nations that, you know, destroy everybody. But Yeah, I could do that, I suppose. Okay, yeah, I think you guys have subverted my, uh, my, uh, yeah. Good, good government. I, that's a, it's a good idea, Morg. I just don't know where we're getting it from. It's yeah, a, that's the I don't know. It's yeah, just... okay. I'm gonna have to try and piece that one together. Yeah, I came up with the idea before I actually was looking <laughs> at the fiction for it. Um, Are, is wow. there any th- any games with good government? I don't think so. They tend to be I, pretty bad. Would, yeah, it's kind it of one take... of the driving forces in in story conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a pretty popular one too. Like you can't even you can't even say something like like Starship Troopers, right? Because that's all about a bad government. Yeah, that's all about like Starcraft is terrible government. Warcraft is not I- exactly ideal. Diablo could do better. Uh, let me see. Diablo doesn't have a government. It, the only governing body in Diablo is is like their city states and all oh, of them yeah. all of them perish at some yeah. point there is no safe place in that world <laughs> yeah i mean it's an anarchist's dream but i mean like uh, uh what's the geez. government like in stardew valley <laughs> Ooh, uh, wait animal crossing there you go there's good government there it's just you have to manage your debt but everybody's nice. But okay. <laughs> but Tom Nook doesn't ask you. He just puts you in debt. Yeah, he is kind of a sneaky little son of a bitch, isn't he? Yes. He's yeah, the he raccoon just... that keeps coming to your back door, you know, taking more and taking more. The tax. Yeah, man. he is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But if we had Animal Crossing a... without the tax man, I bet you we'd be in a great spot. Okay. Um, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I have a scientific one, which I think would just be cool. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm going to take it from a movie, and it's one I watched recently. Um, however, I'd want it to be more reliable uh, is in the movie I watched, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it today, Underwater. Um, they had these extremely deep-sea diving suits. And I think it would be really cool to actually have deep sea diving suits that could withstand those pressures. The problem was they weren't built to withstand pressures for more than, what would they say, five minutes out there? Yep. And they had to do like two hours or something like that, mm. is, I think, of the travel time. Um, so a more reliable one, but a way to actually explore stuff like the Mariana Trench and stuff like that, where we could actually scientifically explore the ocean uh, a little more hands-on than that's in a video game there. so technically you still got the criteria that's in the mass effect uh mass effect okay. 3 dlc leviathan you put in like the deep borer suit and you drop down into like the deepest part of the ocean on this water planet mm, i'll have to check yep. to see if the dlc came with the the remaster collection it, it is or not. it should be okay. yeah all right, um, that might be one of the ones I, I I move to pretty quickly. Although I have been back on a Titan Quest binge lately. 
It's actually my favorite DLC from Mass Effect 3. I know a lot of people yeah, like the, I the party, but I like Leviathan. I think it's visually very it's very well done. Okay. All right. So deep sea diving from Leviathan slash underwater. Um, so speaking of which, I did watch that movie this week. Um, and uh, it's starring uh, Morgan, if you're unaware, it's, uh, it's about a deep sea station. Uh, Kristen Stewart's a star. Mm. And uh, it's alien underwater. Yay! Yes. I have thalassophobia. Um, am I going to be able to watch this movie without being scared the whole way? What is what does that mean? It, it's a fear of like open water, like really, like really, really big open open bodies of water. It might uh... it might bother you. I mean, the whole point of it is that. Like they're they're in the Mariana Trench. Yeah, and they uh, their underwater station is starting to flood, and they need to get to the next one, um, which is a couple miles away. Oh, lovely! But then that there's also there's also some things underwater that are trying to kill them. Yeah. Oh, that makes some, it even uh, better. Oh my god. Oh. Some some Lovecraftian things as we'll say. Yeah. Oh, it just um, gets better and better the more you guys talk about it. Oh, joy. It is really well done. I I would imagine that if you had that phobia that it would be a very scary movie. Yeah, I maybe did I'll get watch one, it during Halloween. One jump scare <laughs> actually got me in it. I don't remember what it was, but I do remember it working. I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh Oh, I think I know what it was. It's when they find the first creature and it just sort of rockets out of that dude. Yep, yep. And then you kind of start to that realize one. something is amiss. Wait. Something really is amiss. More than There's just natural disaster. This... Right. There's a reason why this stuff is collapsing because something damaged its integrity. Um, yeah, it's actually a really good movie. Um I wanted to watch, like, I remember we went to go see um, Zombieland 2 and Terminator Genesis? Well, this is the latest Terminator movie. I don't know. Whatever that was. I don't we went to go see them back-to-back in theaters, like, before COVID or right after, like, during COVID or something. Like, I don't remember. Uh, and then it's where I saw the ad for Underwater. And I was like, I want to see that. But, you know, we hadn't really got around to watching it. Like, I still haven't gone to see Love and Thunder. The only the last movie I saw in theaters was uh, Buzz Lightyear. Love and Thunder and then, is going to be on Disney soon, I think. Yeah. Yay. Um, so I haven't got out to see movies as much as I would have liked. But um, Underwater was one that was on my radar for a while. And then you told me to watch it. And and then it got off of HBO Max before I could watch it. So then I just bought it on Vudu because it was on sale for like five dollars. Oh, that's that's a steal. Like, As I think I think that one's got some rewatchability. It's good. Right. So I I watched it. Um, like I said, there was only one jump scare that really got me. The other the most of rest of it was just interesting. Um, it reminds me, and I really like uh, one of my favorite quote-unquote horror movies that isn't a comedy, I would say, because most of my favorites are comedies, Tucker and Dale and um, uh, 
Tremors is a pretty good, uh, funny comedy horror. I've never seen Tremors, but um, I know. I know. One of the most iconic movie monsters, and I've not seen it. I've never seen The Thing, either. Um, What? Whoa! Oh my! Uh, okay, okay, because okay. We the thing we gotta... is a perfect film. I mean, right? It's perfect. I'll I'll watch it eventually. But I'm not against watching it. I think it. I just that if you don't watch the thing by the end of Halloween, that you have done yourself a great disservice. Yep. Okay. I'll look for it. I know where I can find it. I just got to do it. Um. So. Um, that being said, it reminded me a lot of my favorite one that I have. Well, I like some bad ones that people don't like. Like, let's say 13 Ghosts. 13 Ghosts um, is entertaining. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I find it, I find it extremely entertaining, uh, based on A, the actors, and B, based on the fact that it's got this, like, full profile of every ghost like just like their whole backstory. Like I just I don't know. That was interesting to me, but you know, I am a guy who like who did say he wanted the Pokédex and it's like a ghost dex in in that movie. I think that's why I also like 13 Ghosts because all in all, it's really not that good of a movie, but all of the little stories that they give you are so juicy that it makes it yes. really entertaining. Yes. And and the the way that the people fit the prophecy or whatever the the named ghosts. But the one I was going to say is it reminded me a lot of Pitch Black. Uh set okay. And, I feel like there's a two Vin Diesel movies in my head that live together simultaneously. And cuz mm-hmm. they, they're both in space and he's fighting like alien things and is pitch black one okay. of them yeah yes. yeah pitch black is the first one then it goes to chronicles of riddick and then it goes to what was the third one i can't remember the name something of the something something else chronicles of riddick and then it's something else to do with riddick it's something about his character oh yeah um, i think it's called pitch riddick. black yeah yeah i think, I think it's, it's just called, called riddick. riddick those aren't horror those are action those are superstar action guy. The, Pitch Black is a horror movie because the creatures come out at night and they have to keep the fire going and they're being aggressive more so than they thought they would be because they figure out that the young, what they thought was boy, but girl was on her menstrual cycle and they can smell the blood. So like that, that's Pitch Black. And I like that movie a lot creature design but they kind of had the same deal where you have a a crew member who is freaking the hell out and they're trying to they're trying to manage them as much as they are trying to manage the situation so in underwater you had the i don't remember her name but there was this woman who was just not having it and she actually ends up like one of the last people to now which do you which do you see the alternate ending to to this i i don't think Underwater? so because i've only seen one ending and it's a it's a bittersweet ending like it's good ending for everybody else but not for the last her, person her? yeah yeah 
Um, the other ending is she gets the pod to work. Okay. And she goes up. It, to me, feels inconsequential which one's the real ending, honestly. Yeah. It's about the same. Um, other than the fact that she lives or dies. Um, so, there's that. But, like, you can see it, because, like, it was, it was weird. You can tell it was the original intended ending, I think, because some of the shots... Sorry, I'm going into spoilers for Underwater. I'm not trying to do too much spoilers, but some of the shots, you can see the, the escape pods going up. And the escape pod that was the girl that survived, they, they shoot it in a way that's going up in front of the monster. And you're like, that doesn't. that's not where it's shot from. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, I noticed that, like, a little thing in my brain. Like, okay, whatever. It's just, like, they just messed it up. Whatever. I don't not a big deal when it but when in actuality it's the was the broken pod that's where the broken pod was that shot up like so you're like oh that's what actually was happening they shot for both but like they just sort of depending on where they splice it and cut it is is the storytelling so so there was that uh so underwater was really good i liked it i own it now uh because i again i got it for five bucks um, and the other one I got to see, and I don't own it, but I will, is Prey. <laughs> yes. So, um, as I've talked about to listeners on the podcast before, I am Native American. I do have ties to uh, my tribe, the Shawnee. However, this is a Comanche tribe. I do know much about the Comanche at all. But Predator versus the... And I will say... I thought originally it was just going to be just her. And it's really about her, her brother, and their sort of, like, hunting party. Um, but she's the main character. Um, there are a few things in here that I was like, that's not a thing. And that that is ridiculous. But, okay, here we are. And one of the, the, the one that I was like, this is ridiculous, is where she tied the string to the tomahawk. <laughs> I, that the, the, the physically does not work. It was cool, because though. It was really cool. It was cool. It was cool, but it is not, like, it is not designed to work like that. A tomahawk works because of centrifugal force of its spinning, and you can't spin with a string like that. Like, it, it won't It'll tangle up and it'll fall short uh, every time. Like, I don't know how they explained it visually because it happens so fast. But when she's throwing them sideways, which you can do. And, you know, she was pretty expert at throwing a tomahawk. Um, the string just stays like it's on a swivel. Like it just follows, even though the tomahawk's spinning. It just like, I was like, that's some movie magic there because that doesn't make any sense at all physically. Because if it was tied around it, it'd be twirling. The string would be twirling behind it. Um, and I think throwing it sideways would be the only way it wouldn't tangle up immediately. End over end, it's done. It, the the axe hits the string and gets tangled up after like two rotations. So that was like my biggest problem with it at all. Um, everything else was pretty on point. Like... Uh, pretty even close to some stuff as I recognized in the culture uh, from my own tribe. Um, 
So would you say there, that from that movie, would you like to see, you know, the mechanics for a Tomahawk that you can, like, return back to you? That's not possible, Morg. Oh. It's just not, it's not a thing. That was the only thing that really stuck out to me that was like, nope, you you just can't do that. She was really smart. I really liked it. Now, it saved her a couple times having that string on the on the tomahawk. Um, it was kind of cool to show her practicing with it, too, um, to sort of, like, get a familiarity with this new type of weapon that she created. Um, having the Predator be, like, 300 years older than what we had seen as well, as far as, like, technology, um, which is a good, you know, segue of us talking about, like, technology and stuff from games and movies. Having the Predator be... Like, I don't, like, it was, like, magnetically shooting the rods to begin with, and that was really cool. And I don't know how it was homing on the laser sight, but the fact that they were rods instead of missiles was really cool. Um, I actually heard something that the Predator is actually not the normal even species of Predator we saw in the other one. They're actually called a Feral Predator. Which was just like a different oh, race of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they're they're like uh, defector. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're defectors. So like, yeah, um, yeah. Based off of the culture, they're supposed to have like a like a hierarchy system where they uh, they follow like a, a specific um, set of guidelines that they're you know like where they have to go through certain um, like ritualistic hunts in order for them to be able to gain certain ranks and then go all the way up until they become like, you know, um, a higher ranking representation of like, you know, what would be the upper classes of Predator. But then there are some that are like, you know, screw this. I want to go out and do, you know, stuff my own way and whatever. And then they're considered like renegades or whatever. Yeah, so apparently it was called a uh, a feral predator, mm-hmm. um, and it was a uh, it was very interesting. It was a very cool movie. I always like seeing representation. Um, they very much. Um, I think my dog's scratching at the door. Anyways, um, they very much. Um, you know, as far as like the people portion of it, uh, I think they had some great accurate representation. I actually like that they had a fight with a uh, mountain lion. Um, and one of the cool things I heard about this movie is that it actually has a, a mode where you can listen to it in original Comanche and it's dubbed or, or subbed. Um, but the movie was filmed in English with some uh comanche words but like they actually have like a version that is spoken almost entirely in their language which is really cool that is really cool um oh i did have one other issue and the other issue was why did he shoot a hawk like there's they're not gonna eat that there's no reason to do that they shot a hawk out of the air and i know it was the sort of like brother sister like contest thing that they were doing but it was like that felt very wasteful. I, like, I thought that the way that the brother died felt very wasteful. Yeah. Like, I just... Yeah. Like, he, we just killed him just to kill him? I don't understand if he was doing so well. <laughs> Welcome to modern right? cinema where they just do things just to fuck with the audience. Yeah. They, I feel like they had to do it so they didn't kill the dog. Yeah. 
the dog the dog doesn't die that's true um i i found it very so like i thought the brother killed the predator because when he speared him through the back and out the chest i was like that's it right like that's done nope predator just walks it off like they show off this really good scene of the predator like sort of like lasering his wounds shut at the same time of she's giving herself medicine and that kind of stuff. It was a really good scene. But like eventually I was like, they're shrugging off things that they should not either one of them should not be shrugging off. Like any other movie. Like eventually it comes to that. But it's it was pretty good regardless. I mean you kinda have to suspend some disbelief on a lot of things when you're looking at movies like this. But it was really good. Um I enjoyed it quite a bit and I will be owning it. Like, again, it's always interesting to me to see good representation. Um, uh, and it was good just to to see that movie and see what what they did. Like, I didn't I didn't know this was coming out until it happened. So people are like, hey, did you see this? And I'm like, no, but I must. And it still makes me think, I still need to see a Turok movie. For the same reasons. Just, I want to see a Native American killing dinosaurs. That's what I want to see. Or they just have the predator fighting a dinosaur. Hey, maybe they could uh, rewrite the Jurassic Park series so in that way it ties into Turok. (laughs) After Dominion, where they're out... After Dominion, where they're just out in the world, it's just one guy, he just calls himself Turok for the comics and the games. He just is like, I am Turok, and he just goes around with a bow and killing people. (laughs) Killing dinosaurs and people. (laughs) Nice. Tie in with the Jurassic Park universe. Oh, yeah. But I, I do want to see a Turok movie. I want to see another Turok game. I, gosh darn it. It's been since I was in high school that there's been a Turok game. Mm-hmm. So, um, so do we have any other technologies that we were thinking about? My big two were the teleporter and the Pokedex, honestly. Mm, I've got a couple, and I was thinking of a few. Ooh, okay, yeah. Uh, I don't see do any, any of them result. People... Oh, sorry, yeah. Do do any of them result in cannibalism or and or unstoppable bodily harm to yourself? I'm sure we could get. Them. <laughs> oh my god, you just ticked all the boxes with the venom symbiote. No, <laughs> that's what you want—the venom symbiote. I think it would be cool to have one. You know, like you. Know. What? That's not a technology. That's a parasite. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, like you know, you, uh, do uh, like, well, parasite you therapy. Saw, you know, you just you inject aliens Hardy. into you. You know, and then he yeah, is sweaty and gross. That whole movie. They no, <laughs> I don't want that thing in me. Uh, is it on you though? Isn't it on it's, you? Well, it, yeah, I guess it is in. It's but it in covers you, you on you. You know, like I think it kind of you know it's an all purpose. You're together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. I thought about it. Okay. It, it should be intergalactic Tinder. Why? 
Just you know, if you you can Again, find a special someone, you know, if you can't find it here, very, you don't go out there. This is very Star Trek of you. <laughs> oh my god! It's a galactic Tinder. <laughs> I I can't. I'm not gonna lie. I am having trouble finding an Earth girl. I don't think I'm gonna do any better with any other species. <laughs> hey, there's plenty of fish in the sea, and the sea opens up to a massive ocean, my friend. You know. Could take your chances. Galact intergalactic tender. Okay. All right. What? I don't understand, Morgan. You're with someone. Why would you need that? I'm not saying it for myself. I'm just giving people options. Now look. So, in so you just you just want another crazy Cham dating story episode. That's what you want. You just want it with aliens this time. In oh Mass Effect, yeah. They have a whole thing about you got to take you got to take antibiotics. You got to get shots for interspecies intermingling. You got to be prepared for that. Yeah. Oh, there. So the girls are watching YouTube today, and. Um, I turn over cause I hear this commercial, right. And it's a Trojan commercial between, uh, like kids, like kids, like funny videos. And I'm like, okay. What? I mean, I guess it was... there, you're never too young for safe sex talk. Um... <laughs> They're seven and five. Like, uh... like, so like. They're like, Daddy, what's that? And it's like, so it shows a woman's hand, like, hitting the shower, and then a guy's hand on top of it, and being like, so you can feel everything, like, ultra thin or whatever it was oh, like. No. And I was like, why is this, why is this YouTube? They're watching, they're not watching, like, like, uh, wrong kind of adult fun. things. Yep. They're nope. not, mm -mm. nope. They're watching Roblox and Minecraft. Like you can't, I think it was a Minecraft video, like between, like it was an in, like mid video commercial. And I was like, okay, I don't, what? And I don't know why I was looking at the time I turned around and I saw it from beginning to end. And I was like, and it was one of the unskippable ones too. So you couldn't just skip it. Cause I, I think I know why I turned around. Cause, cause, uh, Cece doesn't like it when you can't skip them because she knows how to skip them. Mm. And she was like, ugh. I was like, I looked at her and I looked at the commercial. I was like, oh, okay, it's unskippable. What the? <laughs> like, holy cow. You, um, should, so yeah, you that... should complain to YouTube and get like a month of YouTube red in compensation. No ads. Yep. Just... Yep. 100%. Yep. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to make a big deal about it because then they'll know something's up. And they were like, daddy, what's that? I was like, it's just, it's a grown up thing. Don't worry about it. That's all I said is it's a grown up thing. Just don't worry about it. I don't, I don't want to explain this right now. You're seven and five. I'm, I think only CC was watching at the moment. So it's so like, yeah, no, I don't want to No, <laughs> We're not there yet. I'm not there yet. We're <laughs> I'm not old enough for this commercial. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. But like, that was just oh boy, that was that was something today. Um, so yeah. 
So Mass Effect Intergalactic Tinder. Um, booster shots, apparently. Yeah. Intergalactic booster shots. Yep. Totally 100%. Awesome idea. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, like, you know, like, um, uh, infections and, like, disease and stuff like that, how is time travel going to work? Because if you, like, Uh, if if you carry pathogens from the future and then you take them back with you to the past and people don't have the immune system for it. Hmm. Or if you go to the future and people have, like, you know, like, recovered from, like, horrible diseases that they're accustomed to already, but you haven't... Well, I mean, even right down to certain vaccinations or specific strains. So even if you had vaccines, you going to a different part in time, you might not be inoculated against a specific strain of something. Hmm. Yeah, my hmm. odds of going back into the past, like into the 1800s, that's probably never going to be a thing. That's too bad. Why would you want to go to the 1800s? Be like the ultimate. Oh, yeah, okay, yep, okay. I've caught. I've come up with something even better than time travel. You want to know what it is? Total recalls, virtual vacations. Mm-hmm. Anybody? Anybody remember uh, seeing that movie? When yeah, yeah when they're like, it worked yeah, out. Yes, it worked out really, really great for Arnold. I think so too. You know, he got the happy ending. He got to kiss the girl. Or whatever. He got the bright lights and everything. He we did not get to have lobotomized. a vacation. I thought I thought it was a great idea yeah. for a vacation. I mean, like he was the one who wanted to go to Mars. I mean, while it was like you know under terrorist attacks. I mean, like that was all him, one hundred percent. You know. Okay. It's totally his choice. He got what he wanted out of it. You know, happily ever after. Great film. Couldn't ask for more. <laughs> okay. Um, there is a game that has time travel. It'd be kind of cool, uh, is the, um, into the breach where they send a single pilot back every time you get to save a pilot. So they get to do, uh, basically a time loop. So you purposely send somebody back so that they can go back with the knowledge of what happened and do the run over again and try to beat it. Just like, uh. Ed, was it Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? Something like that? I Except think you're, per- so. you're knowingly going back. I know he was in Minority so, Report. That's- Live, Die, Repeat was the was the slogan for this movie. Oh, I see. So you want to be able to press start and respond. Or respond, yeah. That, oh, you know what? That's I, a great I don't want to. I think... While we're on the subject of time travel, if you're in a conflict like that, you're able to send someone back and relay information and relay information until you get it right and you resolve things in a feasible manner, mm-hmm. which is also from Into the Breach. You send a pilot back on a failed or successful mission and you send a pilot back with the experience they have. And they go start another time, save another timeline. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That was, that was my only other thought. 
So um, I think we, that's about it for tonight. Uh, unless you guys have some other things you guys want to talk about before we head out. Hmm, I was just thinking of the of this uh, television series. I think it's on Netflix. I think it's called Timeless. The one where they go back into the past I've and then they're trying it. to like amend like um, uh, the actions of like this terrorist or whatever who goes back in time and like rewrites history. And so they have to go back in time and try and prevent him from doing it. But they inadvertently um, rewrite history. And every time that they go back into the future or back into the present, everything changes around them. But they can still yeah. recall the, like the proper history of things because they are outside of that uh, – um, uh, outside of that line of time. So it's like hmm. political butterfly effect? Pretty much, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's something that you'd have to take into consideration if you were going backwards in time. Yeah, I mean, they're in uh, the one I was talking about. They're fighting for their survival against a giant insectoid race. So. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. So... That's Anything like, that's that like keeps them from extinction, past, though, right? Yeah, like they they travel back a few months as is is what happens. Okay, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't have much else to say. I mean, I could talk on and on about Titan Quest again, which is just I play it a lot. People have heard about it. It's what I've been doing. Still trying to get through to content I've never played, even though I've owned it for a while. And then, um. Yeah, I don't know. Monster Hunter stuff. I, I've kind of piddled out on Monster Hunter. Really? Already? Even kinda... with the new content and all the augments and everything? I already finished it all. Like, I crown hunted everything and every, everything. Like Even I... Silver and Gold Wraths and, like, Nar- the new Nargakuga yeah. and Basil Goose? Really? Oh, my goodness. I did it all in three days. Like, I have investigations i have two guild card awards to do and that's it and they're pretty minor oh my goodness Hmm. so next week we are going to do the monster hunter game where sasha is going to look at a monster hunter picture of a monster and describe it and morg and ace have to um have to guess what the monster is with her no knowledge of monster hunter whatsoever and it's really fun um, and it can, it can be funny. Now, when, uh, my friends did it, they described it in very not helpful ways, which made it even funnier. I'm not saying you have to do that, Sasha. Um, but it was funny to be like, well, this guy just looks like he's going to mess some shit up. It was basically what he said for the world of the clues. And then they were like, that could be any one of them, please. <laughs> Anything else. <laughs> Maybe oh I'll make sure God. I have have a good amount of caffeine so I can mix it up with helpful and not helpful clues. Right. Oh, right. no. Now you're giving her um, ideas to really mess us up. This is going to be so hard. Uh, uh, I don't know. The two test monsters you guys got pretty quickly. I um, suppose, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not too worried. Yeah, I'm not going to actively sabotage you. It's not for points. That's what you like to it, say, but secretly, it's, deep down, I know full well you want to make this as difficult as possible because it's more fun that way when we're squirming and sweating and trying to figure things out in our little noggins. 
Ooh, the power. No, that's like, that's just the quiz show. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then that I is, guess we're fine. That then. is the quiz show. Uh, so that'll be next week. And the week after is the next quiz show. So. Yeah. That's. So next week we'll be talking about the years again. Alrighty. Which years. And I'll pay attention to what year I did before I announce it again. I had this new system where I was like, yes, I can finally accurately say years instead of off the top of my head. And then I realized I already messed it up. I already repeated a year that we did just last week. Oh, so boy. it'll be better. Anyways. Um, so if you guys want to follow the show, um, it's at hunters hub pod on Twitter. Uh, you'll see me talking a little more about Monster Hunter stuff lately. I mean, I am still playing it. I'm just not playing it as much. Uh, I've been playing other games. Because, like, it's hard for me to play Monster Hunter right now when it feels like I'm just grinding instead of doing things I want to do. So Says the meh. Power Wash Simulator champion. <laughs> that was not, gr- Ooh, that was not grinding. That's a fun game, though. That was, that was cathartic. That was straight up just, like, don't have to think. Because, yeah, it was a pretty stressful week I was dealing with that. Yeah. I'm feeling a lot better now, even though we haven't been through the court day yet. Um, the, the lawyer did a good job of easing my mind on that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so uh, yeah, a little less Monster Hunter stuff lately, but we'll be back to it. Of course, we're going to do Monster Hunter stuff next week. Be sure to join the Discord. Um, that's where you can talk to Sasha and Morg. And... Um, the uh if you want to follow ace who wasn't here today unfortunately but he does still he's still associated with the show uh at ace badger gaming uh wish him happy birthday i think his birthday is tomorrow i think is what 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 they're saying they're out celebrating tonight because you know family work schedules and all that for him so apparently he's having a super fancy dinner i don't remember what he said it was but he was super excited so and uh he actually suggested tonight's topic he actually uh he was the one who came up with this. So I appreciate the the help because uh, I was like, all right, well, I got to think a think a topic a week earlier than I thought. So, so yeah, next week, Monster Hunter stuff. Uh, thanks for joining, everyone, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you later. Take care.